June is also a really important month here in our community because June is Pride Month, and we're going to get into some of the events that are going to be taking place in our city, around our city, and why June as Pride Month is so important, specifically this year. Our guest is Canada's Research Chair for the Public Understanding of Sexual and Gender Minority Youth at McEwen University. No stranger to the show, Dr. Christopher Wells is joining us. Dr. Wells, always good to talk to you. Thanks for making the time. Likewise, pleasure. So let's talk a little bit about Pride Month. What's the what's the goal? What is it all really about? Well, Pride Month is all about uh, celebrating, you know, visibility, inclusion. Um, you know, there's a party or two along the way, of mm-hmm. course, uh, but about education and, and saying, you know, the 2SLGBTQ plus community is an, an important and vibrant part of the city of Edmonton, and it's uh, something we should be uh, celebrating. Well, can you talk a little bit about the, the history? How long has Pride Month been uh, been taking place here in our city? Yeah, it's, we've got a, a fantastic history that we've been researching as part of the Edmonton Queer History Project, and people can go online to our website and see uh, a history of Pride timeline. But the first uh, Pride celebration actually started way back in, in 1980 with a small picnic at a place called Camp Harris, which is now Winterburn Road. Um, but at that time, it was uh, outside of the city, and it was a, a small gathering um, you know, filled with some uh, games, uh, a picnic, Nick, because, you know, it wasn't uh, really safe to be visible at that time. And, mm-hmm. you know, fast forward over the years from that small picnic, Pride has turned into uh, a massive uh, celebration with one of the uh, largest uh, Pride festivals in, in Canada that happens here in Edmonton. Yeah, you know, I kind of remember it starting off as a parade and that was really the big event. And now it's an entire month and I think it can it can do so much good, uh, you know, for the reasons you just mentioned visibility I think specifically for youth for kids that are growing up feeling maybe a little bit uncertain but let's be real Pride Month is really it's for everyone right I mean you don't have to be someone who identifies with the 2SLGBTQ plus community it's really it's just a celebration for everyone to get involved with right yeah, absolutely. Pride is often the the entry point for many people to um, learn about the community. So, you know, Pride is a time for uh, allies to stand up and and come out and show their uh, support, which is you know in in twenty twenty three is uh, more important uh, in, than ever. Yeah. And I want to talk about that a little bit because um, I had a guest recently uh, last week as we were getting set to talk about the uh, uh, the election and 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 why it was so important for this group specifically for the two SLGBTQ plus group specifically because there is um, a growing threat and growing hatred towards this community. There's actually um, an organization that I hadn't known about until I'd spoken to this guest called Take Back June, which is essentially a movement to take away pride from this community. Can you can you talk about that and, and the increase that we're seeing now in, in hate and intolerance? Sure. There, well, that, that group's going to have a lot of work to do because Pride is, is now um, three months uh, long in Edmonton. It's actually the summer of Pride with many events happening in, in June, July and uh, August, including the big Pride uh, uh, festival that'll be at the end of August. So, um, you know, my, my response is good luck with that, but exactly shows the kind of backlash that's happening uh, globally to 2S LGBTQ um, communities. And we're not immune to that, you know, 
here in in Edmonton, and and many of our community members are feeling you know very vulnerable and, and scared and have a lot of anxiety with uh, the results of the recent uh, provincial election, um, and are hoping that you know Alberta moves forward in uh, protecting and supporting human rights and and not backwards. But you know the the provincial election also brought some good. We now have uh, more than one out. Um, member of the Legislative Assembly. We have at, at least three now, two in Edmonton, including Janice Irwin and Brooks Arcan-Paul um, and uh, Court uh, Ellingson in uh, Calgary uh, Foothills. So, you know, that representation is really uh, important, particularly when people are feeling, you know, their rights are threatened. It's it's important to have political allies uh, at the table. Is it is it growing intolerance or is it just voices that, that seem to have a, a a platform that are now amplified. Is this just a perceived um, increase of, of hate? No, it's all real. Definitely very real. And we can just look at, you know, the rise of hate crimes in the city of Edmonton uh, over the last uh, three years, uh, you know, uh, very concerning and, and troubling. And, you know, Uganda just passed some of the most uh, restrictive anti-LGBTQ laws in the world where, you know, simply talking about, um, you know, uh, gay, lesbian, bisexual, trans issues can result in the death penalty. Um, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, uh, regression in, in Russia and places like you know Italy a lot of these places that have uh, populist uh, kinds of government so you know many would see not only are 2s LGBTQ rights under attack but um, you know the very tenets of democracy in our world you know you're gonna get people that are going to use the the very old um, and tired argument that there's not um, heterosexual pride or a heterosexual parade and so therefore this this event is needless um, I disagree with that very fully. I know you do as well. But can you speak to that a little bit and why that argument is so flawed? Yeah, I, I laugh a little bit about that because, uh, you know, um, you'll see a, a, br- a bright brand new rainbow crosswalk on 109th Street painted by the city of Edmonton uh, at 105th Avenue. And, and the first response is everyone says, where, where are the straight crosswalks, right? right? But, you know, every other crosswalk is a straight one. But because that, that really speaks to, you know, the omnipresence of heterosexuality. If heterosexuality wasn't the default or the preferred sexual orientation, well, then no one would ever need to come out because, you know, you're presumed to be heterosexual at birth. And it takes great strength and courage to say, you know, that's not me. That's not my identity. Same goes for our, um, you know, a trans and non-binary uh, community members, right? That, um, you know, who have to come out and, and share their gender identity because, you know, there's only assumed to be, you know, male and female and, and nothing else. Yeah, I think it takes tremendous strength to go to go against the grain, specifically at a moment in time right now that I, I find shocking that we're at, that you, you could be still faced with a lot of intolerance and a lot of misunderstanding and potential danger or violence. So, I mean, this event is hugely important. There are a lot of things that are going on, Dr. Wells, in our community, and I want to talk about a few of the specific events that people can, can take in or can attend or can go to because there is a lot. There's a lot that's being offered. We do have to take a very short break. So before we dive into what is exactly going on for Pride Month here in Edmonton, we're going to take a very short break. We'll come back talking to Dr. Christopher Wells, who's Canada's Research Chair for the Public Understanding of Sexual and Gender Minority Youth at McEwen University. We'll be back in three minutes. 
Happy June. Happy Pride Month. June is Pride Month, and we're talking about some of the events that you can take part in or attend. Our guest is Canada's Research Chair for the Public Understanding of Sexual and Gender Minority Youth at McEwen University, Dr. Christopher Wells. Dr. Wells, thank you so much for sticking around on hold. Really appreciate your time. Thank you, Ben. Happy to chat. So let's talk about some of the events that are taking place over the month of June. What's what's going on? How do we kick this whole thing off? Well, you can kick it off uh, tonight at uh, 5 p.m. with... Uh, an uh, Edmonton Queer History walking tour featuring uh, Michael Fair. So that tour is going to start at City Hall and um, talk a little bit about uh, the history of Pride and protest at City Hall. Uh, you know, back in uh, the 1980s and, and 90s, um, it, uh, the, the City Council refused to proclaim, um, you know, Pride Day uh, in uh, in Edmonton. And that didn't happen until uh, Mayor Jan Reimer came on the scene. And many will remember Mayor Bill Smith that refused to, pro- uh, to issue a proclamation after that. So that's free. People can show up uh, right outside uh, the ref- Collective pool at uh, City Hall at five, but you know this, as I said, is the summer of Pride. There are over uh, ninety plus events happening uh, at McEwen University, right downtown. On June tenth, we're holding uh, Community Pride Day at McEwen with a fun new event called Pride on the Patio at Towers. It starts at uh, two p.m. and goes till nine p.m. It's free to attend. There'll be a DJ, a barbecue. There'll be drag queen uh, bingo and uh, entertainment. Uh, then, if you like. The next weekend, you can go out to uh, the Riverhawks on uh, June 17th and take in a Pride uh, baseball game um, in partnership with uh, McEwen and uh, Pride Tape. You know, um, if you like dancing, um, uh, you can go out and participate in some of the Fruit Loop events. They have a fun, uh, a fun event happening where you can bring your pet and get get um, uh, photos taken with uh, drag queens in your pet. So, uh, you know, nothing like a little color and a little uh, glamour to uh, to spice things up. And later in August uh, as well, the Edmonton Oilers will be hosting their second um, annual uh, Pride Cup happening right there in the uh, Ice District uh, Plaza. And all just a, a big celebration and certainly an acknowledgement of who people really are. Do people typically come out during Pride Month? Is this sort of a, a trend that you'll that you'll see people feel more supported around this time of year. What advice do you have for people navigating that road? Yeah, well, first and foremost, right, no one can tell you uh, when to come out. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a very personal uh, decision. But I think uh, what uh, Pride Celebrations tell you is that when you're ready to come out, uh, there's a whole community that's waiting to uh, support and uh, celebrate you. So, yeah, you know, it can be a, a real impetus because, you know, when you're you're, you're isolated and you're feeling uh, alone, it can be, uh, you know, a very dark and depressing time to think you're the only person in the world who might be experiencing this and so you know pride um really helps to show you that uh, no matter you know how you identify what background you come from that there's a place and a space where you can belong and find acceptance yeah. safety and love what about on the other side um any any words of wisdom for uh family members with uh with someone who maybe chooses to come out during this month because they feel extra support or maybe not necessarily this month but navigating navigating that conversation from the other perspective 
Yeah, well, absolutely. You know, um, the most important thing to do, I think, as we learn in our families and is to, you know, love people unconditionally for who they are, right? You know, people shouldn't have to, to change or hide or deny who they are to find, you know, acceptance and support, particularly in their families. But, you know, that's not off, always an easy road for families because of, you know, religion or cultural uh, or other backgrounds or experiences. So we often say that, you know, when, when young kids come out of the fa- come out of the closet, families often go into the closet because, you know, they lack education and support. So we've also got to support them as well because it can be a journey. And unfortunately, still the sad reality is that, you know, um, the, the uh, majority of our young people who are homeless or street involved are 2SLGBTQ because often their families have rejected them. And so, you know, if your family rejects you, school's not a safe space for you, well, what's left, yeah. you know, too often then it's uh, it's the streets that are left. And um, it's a lot harder to get a kid off the street than to prevent them from being on the street in the first place. Yeah, that support matters in a, a hugely profound way. We talked a little bit about the support from government as well. And, um, you know, now sort of charting this new road with a new government in place. And I know there are some concerns from the 2SLGBTQ plus community on what that's going to look like. Um, but I do want to get your perspective while I have you, Dr. Wells, um, on the the MLA, Jennifer Johnson, who was elected in her riding, made some very controversial uh, and hateful comments against transgender youth and is being held accountable, will not sit in caucus. Can you speak to that, that entire situation, what those comments you think did in terms of damage and what the message it sends now uh, for her not to sit in in caucus? Yeah, well, the comments were first and foremost completely unacceptable. You know, they're they, they were hateful. Um, there was no uh, excuse for them whatsoever. So I think uh, you know the community is is watching uh, the speak government very uh, carefully to see you know what happens with Jennifer Johnson. You know, right now um, she's sitting as an independent MLA, but you know people are often cynical uh, about politicians and politics. And will she be quickly invited back into to the fold or or will this be a, a genuine attempt to uh, learn from the community meet with the community understand why those comments were wrong and hurtful you know yes people always deserve a second chance but you know an apology is just words you need to really follow it up with sincere actions yeah well, Dr. Wells, thanks for sharing your perspective and for uh, outlining what's ex- set to be a very exciting month, an exciting three months, actually, as you said, it's Pride Summer. Uh, thank you so much for being on and talking about how important this initiative is. Absolutely. Just wishing everyone out there happy Pride. Do try to take in uh, some events, small and large. It's a real time to celebrate uh, the diversity and inclusivity of our community and what makes Edmonton such a great and vibrant city to live in. Well said. Dr. Wells, thanks so much. That's Dr. Christopher Wells. He is Canada's research chair for the public understanding of sexual and gender minority youth at McEwen University.